Well, to all those Swifties out there, hopefully you get your asses out there and check out the Eras Tour coming to theaters. Dennis, you hear that fucking Taylor Swift like broke box office records? It, sh- it fucked up the AMC app. People couldn't even buy tickets the day these things went on sale. Oh, yeah, man. Are you kidding me? I was there day one. If I, I would never miss Hell a moment. Yeah. Fuck that. No, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I, not a surprise. Uh, the Swift Nation is is a is a mighty one. I'm not gonna fucking bet against those folks. Uh, where I may not personally subscribe to her prescription there, but um, mm. fair enough. Good for you guys. I get. Uh, let's be honest. AMC needed some blood. They needed some a lifeline, and that's a very logical one. I am a fan I of did. the uh, the concert uh, experiences in theaters. I. This is years back, but I was I really enjoyed the Katy Perry one she did. Um, mm. That I, the way they shot it, it looked amazing. The three D looked awesome because mm. it felt like you were standing like front row center. But uh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, why not? I mean, there. She, she, I mean, this 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 a couple days ago, but they're they're projecting the first weekend alone a hundred million dollars. It's like Taylor Swift mania. I kind of want to see what this music is all about, but I'm afraid I might like it too much, Dennis. <laughs> it's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Dude, okay, just just as a, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this, but since we're already on the subject, uh, here in LA, talking about what she did to Inglewood while she was there, oh, bringing oh, basically the all the revenue that was lost with filmmaking being shut down, she basically brought three hundred million dollars was was the revenue was almost made uh, just in her week of doing concerts in in Inglewood. And um, I think I even read everywhere she's going, she's like donating to food banks and whatnot, like large quantities of money and food. I think she, uh, all of her crew and the people who like immediately like dry, all of her drivers, all of the people that facilitate her movement, at least in LA, were all gifted a hundred thousand dollars each. Um, Jesus. The, the bus and subway system in LA alone, because of the, when her concerts were ending, she paid out of pocket. For all of these buses and uh, subway systems that connect to Englewood, they stayed open an extra two hours. All of the huh. days she had concerts, like wow. that is that is fucking a commanding presence. I mean, I don't even need to right? be a fan of yours to recognize like that is some shit. <laughs> and and is- the fact of the matter, she's probably doing this everywhere she's going, and it's no, no, it's like nothing to her. Probably a couple of ticket sales. Like it's like whatever. <laughs> I wet my ass with more money than that. Fuck, dude, to be Taylor Swift. Maybe we should just do a Taylor Swift podcast. We we should know nothing about Taylor Swift and just come in and talk about her. Maybe like listen to a song and review it each week, like break it down, like which guy she broke up with. And like maybe we might get listeners, Dennis. This is something new. We should we should change it to to to, to Taylor Toast or I don't know, man. You you laugh, but I'm being serious. Dead on. We get some new listeners, I bet. You know, but, I, uh, I, 
if we switch formats, I think uh, Christopher Walken would be on board. He's a big Swifty, so he'd be all about it. I mean, he's it. he he is. I heard he wanted to rent out SoFi Stadium for himself, but they're like, no, we need other fans. That, I'm not just putting on a personal show for you, Chris. He was very angry about that too. I I think we should interview him about that, but he's so busy now making an anti Taylor Swift. Uh, feature film while while everyone's on strike he's uh he's playing all the parts he's playing taylor her family yeah. it's it's gonna be quite the film a lot of the uh underground online news media has been showing that no one wants to show his uh, his film they've been uh re- segments of the movies mysteriously disappear <laughs> the sound dips out when you go to try to watch it it's like there's mm. certain groups of people that don't want you to even know it exists. So we gotta we gotta quiet down the existence of uh, the anti. Well, it's all the movie. Hollywood elite here, Dennis. They don't they don't <laughs> like when you talk ill about Taylor Swift. Ryan Reynolds oh, yeah. is throwing millions of dollars to get this thing buried. I mean, it's it's crazy. Blake Lively is is giving up her two, next two films paychecks just to try to bury him. It, it's insane. Said so people the are ASPCA. They're, they're all about it because she loves those cats. It's it's insane. One man can't make one movie and let it get out there. It's 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 madness. Oh fucking a! Oh man. All right. Okay. I guess uh, we waste enough time talking about something we know not too much about and made up some of. Uh, yeah, we made up the first half. The second half is totally legit. If you Google. <laughs> And you know who co-stars in the movie with them? Um, I don't even think he's alive anymore. I don't know how it's working. Now I got to check this Uh before I say it because it might be some like fucking um, it it might almost be uh, uh, like maybe like a um, fucking uh, hologram thing. There we go. Soundtrack was originally uh, written by Jimmy Buffett like three years ago. Yeah. Oh no, no, he's still alive. So my sources are right. Uh, George Takai is in it. He plays uh, he plays all all of the uh, ex lovers of uh, of Taylor Swift. He plays them all to a T. I hear. His Jake Gyllenhaal. I heard Mike get him uh, an, an Emmy nod. But uh, like you said, a lot of people are trying to bury it. So his John Mayer is a little rough. Hey, hey. Takai is a man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a powerhouse cast. If 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 you like, like those two gentlemen, this is the movie for you. If you can ever get a chance to see it, and if we can ever see it, I can't wait to give it a full review and hopefully an interview with the man himself, Mister Christopher Walken. But that's probably why you haven't heard Walken in the park in a couple of weeks, folks. Very busy, very busy man, very busy man. Yeah, yeah. And all because you couldn't just have a personal concert at SoFi Stadium, let alone she said she'd go to his house and give him a, a show, but he wants that stadium theater experience. But, yeah. Hey. yeah. He wants to pretend yeah. like, I, I think that where really the, the cutoff was, was all of the cardboard cutouts of the fake people. Mm. He still wanted to be well, a No, they're not fake people. He wants cardboard cutouts of all the characters he's played in movies to fill the audience. Oh so God. she's just looking at nothing but walk in 24 
seven while well, she's given this performance uh 360 degrees even he wanted he wanted like this is where i think they they, they put the kibosh on him he wanted them in the bathrooms like in the stalls like they're peeing like they're taking a shit like they're changing a baby but the baby's a version of him like it's crazy the stuff that he wanted like i i think he might have gone broke trying to do all this but it would have been worth it for t- such a fan like him but well shit no one is uh, dedicated to her fans benches and parks then this is he's been yeah. building up to this for years yeah yeah interesting I mean, there's conspiracy how could he have been building up to this for years if uh it only happened recently huh oh. well, he's been building up he come on he's been a day one swifty and he knew that she would storm the world with the eras tour he <laughs> waited through the 80s and whatnot she did but he knew this was coming and he was prepared a little too prepared, was. if you ask me. That he was. Now, he already had all the cardboard cutouts made. So what I hear is he's leaving them in different parks around the world to promote his show. But people don't get that, especially like some people are just stealing them and using them as scarecrows in the Midwest. So in, 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 in the South. I deliberately I, seek I, I out know. Fury uh, walking. Mm. Yes, Balls of Fury he's, walking. He's, Fantastic he's walking. <laughs> dressed in silk from head to toe. Mm. A silken walking. Uh, you know, I always see that movie on like HBO Max. And I'm like, I want to give it another shot. But I remember how terrible it was. Well, but that doesn't different. stop me with other movies. I got a sport of a man walking. I might, I might have to watch that again. <laughs> all right. All right, Dennis. Oh. I'm sorry. I have, I've wasted was, too much time. <laughs> I had fun. I don't know what Al, you're talking about. <laughs> I am sorry. I had I had fun, but I, I think our one listener has stopped listening, so they won't hear this sweet, sweet serenade that we have for him. Last little bit where you just repeating that I just you know, fucking like bow 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 bow. Love that shit. Uh, unfortunately, we put it out to the toasties to make a rendition of polls in different languages and remix it, and nobody's done it. So uh, good job, toasties. Good job. Uh, the Swifties would have done it, I bet, if it was Taylor asking. But yeah, I'm not bitter. She, she has a no. couple of more listeners than we do, unfortunately. But we will catch up to Say, her. Uh, I, I firmly uh, believe yeah. we are. Yeah, we are. We with will them. bring the AMC app. People will lose their shits. But uh, the Toasties did show up over on X, formerly known as Twitter, to do some of these polls. So, Dennis, let's get into it. On episode 170, I reviewed the movie that we were just mocking that has a bunch of conspiracy theories. The film, fucking, the fucking movie Sound of Freedom. (laughs) I was looking at all the movies I put in this poll. I'm like, those are the titles. Uh, So I wanted to know... (laughs) Uh, what the uh, the Toasties' favorite Jim Caviezel movie is out of Escape Plan, The Passion of the Christ, The Count of Monte Cristo, Cristo and uh, The Rock. 
The Rock. I was trying to give us. Uh, uh, apparently, he had a, a small role in The Rock. I did what? go to other other sources. I hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it while we're here now. <laughs> I, I where who, who was Jim Caviezel in The Rock? I'm just googling it right now. He was he was all right in the background. Nah, uh, it, it's better. He played rear F-18 pilot. So he probably was like an extra. He's in one scene at the end of the movie. Jesus. Hey, okay. He's in it, folks. <laughs> I, I would recommend swapping that that choice out for frequency. Him and Dennis Quaid. Ooh. Time travel mm. communication movie. Mur- solving murders. And that I that's my favorite movie of his. So that would be my choice. That was a movie. I didn't. Did he play Dennis Quaid's son? Yes. Or was he one of the... Oh, wow. That seems the, weird. They, the character, oh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. It's been a while. That was a good movie. Yeah. I think they made a CW show out of it, which made no sense. But anywho, you yeah, yeah. have Smoke and Dennis out of, out of those four. Do you have one that you like the most? Or have you seen uh, any of these besides The Rock in his one, in his one role? <laughs> and by The Rock, I mean, he's literally inside The Rock. The Rock and him had sex once and put out a tape. That's what I was referring to, but I guess people like I Michael Bay more, so I'll roll with that. It's called the Casaville. That? That's where the eyebrow <laughs> curl comes from. That's where it first started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. I've had to guess, I guess, passion for the Toasties. Okay. I had to, like, All right. I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Zero percent tie for Escape Plan and The Rock. Twenty-five for the Count of Monte Cristo. I was like, "Whoa!" I was shocked. I didn't think it would scoop up the top. And uh, seventy-five for the Passion of the Christ, of course. And hey, yeah. folks, Mel Gibson keeps threatening the sequel, and I hear it's going to be wacky and like we're going to go to hell. It's going to be fun, and I'm Fuck. all for it. There's rumors that they might film starting next year. So the the Some resurrection it's going to be the rest yeah. of the story. We're going to see yes. Jesus do all of the fucking uh, that biblical shit. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it didn't make enough enough money. It it wasn't long enough. Churches haven't gone to the movies in quite droves like they have <laughs> since then. We need some checks because he can't put his fucking face on camera anymore. So no one wants to see that. No, no one does. He he's out there. He's been he's been making his weird comeback somehow. Who's I, right. well, I guess is is who's asking for that? He he might be willing to. That's like that's like Ben Kingsley is going to star in about fifteen movies in the next two months. I'm sure. No one asked for him, but. They'll be there. They'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a problem with Ben Kingsley? Sir oh. Ben Kingsley? You know what wow, I'm Dennis. About. <laughs> He's like the, the, the next Dolph Lundgren. You know, it's like, it's like yeah, is, is it a check? Well, I'll take it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Three, hey, three. I like to. I like to think Sir Ben Kingsley is better off than Dolph Lundgren. Come on. Come on. Scroll through Netflix long enough. And you'll be surprised to see how many times you'll see these names go by. Some, uh, I, I remember you trying to explain to me, uh, what was that, the Get the Gringo? Like, how painful yeah, it was. Yeah, that was bad. And I'm like, well, see, that's it. But that's what they're making. That's what they're making, man. It's, uh, oh, God, I saw a trailer for this Danny Trejo movie last night. I was an American, uh, uh, God, what's the word? Graffiti? Um, did he did he remake American Graffiti? Because I would watch that. Uh, 
uh, no, what's the what's the um, Benicio del Toro drug mule movie where they're, they're oh, uh, American Sicario? There you go. Danny Trejo stars in a movie called American Sicario. Watch the trailer. One of the worst trailers I've seen in a long time. It is comically damn. bad. Like it is. It was. I, we were laughing out loud. This looks like. Hey, now yes. that's a man that will do anything. Yeah, that is a man I respect because he, he's gone in in, in doc, the documentary I reviewed a few years ago, and and openly in review in in public, he admits he he does so many movies he doesn't even know what he's showing up to film most days. Like he doesn't remember what he's been in, but he just knows he wants to hustle and make that money. And yeah. I respect his honesty on that. Fuck yeah, there you go. But yeah. He's got some stinkers. <laughs> and Dennis, I crunched the numbers here. And by crunch, I typed into the Google because you could hear all the typing a minute ago. <laughs> all right. So what would you guess? How many movies do you estimate Dolph Lundgren's been in? Ooh. I feel like it's a decently high number, but not super high. I could give you I could give you that, but let, let's let's narrow in somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Maybe triple digits, but only just over. Let's go with like a buck twenty. Maybe, okay. maybe no, ninety, ninety, somewhere okay, in the ninety right. range. All right, you're not far off now. How many would you assume, Mister Ben Kingsley has been in? Apparently, that's, a million in your book. Uh, that's to me is like one hundred twenty, hundred ten. Like, okay, that, I would say hundred right. for Kingsley, ninety for Lundgren. Okay, now now it's interesting. Uh, the, now this is, I guess I guess Google now just guesses and estimates. They say at least seventy one movies that apparently Google knows about, and Ben Kingsley at least ninety one movies. <laughs> yes. Okay. See it. Yeah. So you're not yeah. wrong. I guess I guess you're right. But I will say the quality of movies. I feel like. Someone's getting straight to DVD and someone's getting art house. That's all I'm saying. Dolph Lundrum is an art house uh, guy. Come on. Yeah. No, of course. No, <laughs> no, no, Toasties, just like by comparison, these numbers, although they might, it might seem like a lot, may not seem like a lot for some of you. Uh, for example, someone like Peter Stormare, like incredible character actor that's been in Ooh. a shitload of stuff. 205 previous acting credits with seven upcoming in the next two years. So yeah, certain people just fucking work, you know, like it's, they hustle. Yes. Especially a guy like that. You, you lean into what you got and you, you make, you capitalize on it. So that's true. Speaking of a man who capitalizes out there, uh, fucking the Russian from Armageddon, if you don't remember anyways, boom. Yes. And it's sad. Like he's in so much. I think of him from a short lived 2015, I want to say, Fox show called LA to Vegas. Like he, he was oh. in that, and that's what I think. And then I yeah. also think of him as the bad guy in spoiler alert, uh, in, in uh 22 Jump Street. Those two movies always come to things come to mind. I don't know why <laughs> he's been in so much, but those are that's the two funny. things, two comedy movies. And oh, yeah. he's a badass motherfucker. But speaking oh, yeah. of a man who does something to the bare bones, some someone who knows their lane and stays in it, I reviewed Liam Neeson's latest film, Retribution, on episode 170. So I wanted to know out of the following four movies what the Toasty's favorite Liam Neeson film was out of Dark Man, The Haunting, The Chronicles of Narnia, any of them, because I guess he's in all of them, and Ponyo. I was trying to give a little bit of everything here, Dennis. Oh, wow. 
Mm. Toasties has spoken. Yeah. I, it's like, I like I like Dark Man when I finally got to it. That was weird and cool. You know, that I don't think I've ever watched player. it. Yeah. And there's so many sequels that he's not in, but yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That guy's he's so, he is extremely talented. It's unfortunate that he's like kind of doing the same thing we were just making fun of. Yeah. Just, like, he's in he's he's saying yes and yes and yes. <laughs> but the sad part is, hey. I can't blame him. If I was in his shoes, why the fuck wouldn't I, man? I worked hard. I was a, I was like a character actor for a bit. And now people want me to be a badass action star in my seventies. All right, let's do it. Hell yeah. I just, I just got to yeah. let my Scottish accent bleed through every line once in a while. And you know, it's, uh, Dude, he's, he, isn't he Irish? Fuck me. Fuck me. In half. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. We can cut that, but we won't, but we could, um, Sorry, so yeah, 0%, zero 0% for the anime Ponyo, which I liked, and I didn't even know he was in the That's American bad. version. Uh, 1717 split for the haunting in the Chronicles of Narnia, and Dennis 67% for your 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 movie Dark Man. Here we go. Do you, do you yeah. suggest checking out Dark Man? Because I always see the poster, I'm like, that looks cool. I, it looks cool. They did some really awesome practical effects. There's the shade, there's like a the uh, climactic scene towards the end of the movie where he's hanging from a helicopter as they're like flying through LA and they like this stunt man fucking did this <laughs> and the coverage for it looks awesome. And it's like, Holy shit. Nice. You will not see stunts like this anymore. No, it's, it has that <laughs> weird, like sort of like zoom in edity actiony stuff that Rami likes to do that. It's, yeah. It's, it, it very much reminds you of watching Spider-Man. I feel watching that movie, but way darker and a lot more brutal. But I, I would recommend it. I think it's worth watching. Sweet. I, I'm going to have to check that out. I think it's streaming somewhere, so maybe that's I'm in sure the future. I'm sure it is. Um, up next, on episode 170, you reviewed the uh, the movie Oppenheimer, so I wanted to know what the Toasty's favorite Cillian Murphy movie was out of 28 Days Later, Red Eye, Inception, and Free Fire. And... Honestly, I feel like this is a no-brainer. I would vote for personally. I think I'd say twenty-eight days later, but I don't know. What, what would you say out of those? I feel like I probably know, but the no. wind that bends the grass. What's that? Fuck it. There's the there's an Irish potato famine movie that he said too. Um, I don't know. I don't like to be bored watching movies often, Dennis. But <laughs> you don't. You don't want to slowly fall asleep in the first 15 minutes. Um, no. no, I'm trying to fight that very often. You know, I, it's been, I will say it's been it's been months since I've fallen asleep in the theater. So I'm, I'm improving my game, Dennis. There you go. I'm a fucking sad 30 something year old man. I would like to get to Peaky Blinders. I haven't watched that or tried watching that yet. Very good things. Yeah, you got here. You got to watch with subtitles on. Oh, yeah. Like the accents are thick enough. It's like, yeah, I, I yeah. Can, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, I don't know, maybe 20, 28 days. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. So a zero zero tie for Free Fire, which I thought was an all right little contained movie. And 28 days later, I thought 28 days, days later would be in the top two at least. But no, 11% goes to Red Eye, which wow. was a fine movie. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think it would, it it would come in like second place. Breaking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that shit in theaters. I remember being like, oh, that's cool. But not mm-hmm. like, yeah. right? What okay. did it turn out to be like the devil or something? Like, wasn't it like supernatural? He wasn't just a, well, no, no, no. Creep. It was some super overthought out like terrorist plot 
where like oh uh, okay there was something oh god there's because there's a whole there's a whole scene when they got off the plane finally or like shit that was happening on on the land on ground it mm. got weird it was a weird like at one point doesn't he get like stabbed and like she stabs him in the throat with Probably. a pen <laughs> and he like he like pulls the pen out and ties it or no he leaves the pen in and he like just ties like a <laughs> neckerchief around his neck so he can run around the streets of LA or San Francisco, <laughs> wherever the fuck it was. Yeah. And, it, and he's like, he's got a neck wound. And he, oh, the, the, that was, uh, that's my uh, that's thing I took ass, away. So I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I got to watch he's this a creep. again, man. He's a I, creep I, I sense a double feature coming on some night for me. Red Eye <laughs> and, and Dark Man doing it. Oh. 89% for Inception. It's a fine movie, but I'll tell you, the last time I rewatched it, I had some questions, Dennis. Like, it didn't, it, it didn't hold up to me, honestly. But I mean, it's still a fine movie. The movie is, I feel like it plays better when you don't know what the next turn is going to be. There's something about True. that. It, especially his movies. You got yeah. to um, Nolan movies. It, it, the punch is so much harder the first time you see it. He's very, very good mm. at that. When you're coming back around, it's much more about the study of like, okay, knowing we're going to arrive there, what are we calling out and how artfully like is it being done? And then I feel yeah. like you can only watch watch it for that so many times and then you gotta like just yeah. forget about stuff before you can see it again like Shutter Island you gotta like forget about fucking most of the movie you know what's gonna happen but then you're like oh yeah that's mm-hmm. right they built up all this story and they built up all that storyline right um, I will say speaking of Nolan yeah. next Saturday or I guess uh, this Saturday if you're listening on the day this drops is a uh, Batman day and a lot of theaters are re-releasing the Dark Knight hey. trilogy I just bought my tickets five dollars each for those movies I'm gonna sit in the theater next week to watch all of those movies I'm excited I, I don't know I, I really love the kids yeah. I, I remember loving it dead Liam Neeson again yeah, all right, and then oh, we'll, then we'll it's get like, into some yeah, uh, Batman com- combo later. But uh, the, yeah, that's that's um, for me too. I will agree that is up there, really then, high in the list. And then you gotta love the opening scene of the Dark Knight, like that that bank heist scene oh, is oh, just shit. like, oh my god! And they tried, they tried with with rises. I just felt like it wasn't as good. It was great, sure, but I don't think it uh, it was as good as the the predecessor. No. And I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to sit down and watch them again. It was weird that all the theaters are just hosting them as single movies and not as a one continuous sit your ass in the theater. So yeah. I had to like get up and come out. I don't know. It's weird. I went to the movies. Oh, I saw four movies yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm just now stealing this poll to talk about myself like I always do. Uh, I, I'm sorry. But there I saw you. four movies in a theater yesterday. Each of the first three movies were only playing like once per day in that theater all of them were in the same same theater i had the same seat essentially i didn't even realize i'm like this is insane luckily the last movie was in a different theater but i'm like this i've never had three movies back to back to back in the same theater it was and each time there was more people first movie i was the only one in the theater second movie maybe four other people third movie maybe 10 other people i'm like all right this is progression people I don't hmm. know what that is. I just thought it was wacky. I, I was intrigued. I, like I know that. In the a... day too, but now there's a. It's like I would totally go to a like in what you're describing. I would totally go to for this Batman day. They should have done like mm. one movie with each actor that has played Batman. Not mm, run through. The that'd be interesting. Yeah, right? you get the flavor. Why of everything. determine 
Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Everyone could see their favorite Batman on the big screen again. Ah, yeah. 66 Stop Batman. Yeah. Still see Adam West throwing the bomb off the building into the water. The Riddler after him. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> routine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I say the Riddler? Was it, was it the Riddler or was it a Joker? a Joker? I feel like it's Riddler was, an, it was a Joker. What, what's his name? Cesar Romero? Ah, fantastic. Yes. Yep. His oh, laugh man. is still his. His laugh to me is only second to Mark Hamill as the Joker. Mm. And remember, I I don't know why why I'm going on on a Batman sixty six. I wasn't a giant fan, but I would love how they would like you know if it was an episode of Batgirl because they toss her in the opening credits and it's like, <laughs> oh, this is a Batgirl episode. I was I was, was like crazy. There I was before I knew why I liked Barbara on screen. I was a fan of Batgirl. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Good times, folks. You came here for movie reviews, and I guess we'll give you some. Oh, man. All right, Dennis. Up first. I told you about him. I went to the movies yesterday. I saw one movie that I was the only one in the theater. And I'm going to tell you about that movie right now. I'm going to tell you about this horror movie called Don't Look Away. without moving one minute it's there the next it follows it's everywhere whatever it is it kills it's coming for us all of us watching waiting until you think i'm crazy i need you to believe me People are dying. Out of the title, do you have any clue of what this movie might be about? You're listening to something intently. Uh, okay. I guess no, that could be. Sense. It tastes very <laughs> bad. No? Okay. No. You, <laughs> you're made to watch something you don't want to see, is, is my immediate takeaway. I'm not, I'm not I movie mean, in the context no, 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 no. Yeah. of the movie, of course. Yeah. I, su- I suppose that could be the case. <laughs> But no, if, if the people that just listened to the, the trailer, they're probably like, that's the weirdest fucking premise of a movie. I'll tell you, Dennis. All right, so this group of friends, they're being kind of stalked and harassed, and, and people are being murdered. But, Dennis, the murderer is a mannequin. What? And, uh, and what? it's a creepy mannequin, dude. It's it's a oh, weird, yeah. wacky looking mannequin, and every time you look away, the mannequin moves. He either moves closer to you, or he's ready to kill you. It is fucking wacky, man. Okay. Like at first, it's just one one girl seeing this, and all her friends and her boyfriend. They're all like, "Sure, yeah, there's a mannequin," and they're all like, "You're fucking crazy, dude," and like 
then people slowly start to die and she's like a mannequin did it and they're like <laughs> maybe her friend's a killer and then slowly I, I think they start believing her i'm not spoiling anything because you'll probably get that in the trailer but this movie is wacky. This is like a great premise oh, for no. a uh, a grindhouse B grade movie, but it's played as a, a horror movie straight up. They play it like it's a fucking life or death stakes style horror. Like you buy there, they are they're afraid for their lives. They're afraid that this fucking thing's gonna kill it. And the only way to keep it away from you is by staring at it. Because when you look away, that's when it strikes. But, of course, you can't keep your eyes on a mannequin all day, Dennis. It's going to get you one way or the other. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, this movie is wacky and insane. And uh, I, it's not even an hour and a half. It's an hour and 21 minutes, which is nice. It's <laughs> nice to get a brisk movie. I enjoyed that. And, like I said, this mannequin is creepy looking. The way it enters and exits scenes... It just has an eeriness about it that I wouldn't want to cross this mannequin. Like, there's a scene where this mannequin slays everyone in a nightclub in, like, an instinct. I don't know how this works, but it does, man. And, like... The, the, it takes place somewhere in Canada and in the setting, the city, we see a lot of it and it is sexy. It's an interesting looking and I was on board with this movie. I will say the acting is pretty fucking subpar. I don't know any of these mm. actors and, and it's sloppy, but boy, did I have a blast watching. Don't look away. Uh, I think it's limitly in theaters. I think it's going to be on VOD by the end of September. I I don't know. It's a, if you're a horror fan, check it out. If you like wacky out there things, like I, I I didn't know anything. I saw the poster. I'm like, that's a creepy looking poster. I watched the trailer. I'm like, stop a killer mannequin. I'm in. I'm not even going to finish this trailer. I'm just going to go watch it. And I am so fucking happy I watched. It. <laughs> Don't look away. I'm gonna give two and a half slices. It's 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 a wacky ride. It's definitely worth checking out. Because nonetheless, I just love the fact that they took it seriously. And and if you don't commit to it, it's not gonna work. But they commit it, so it worked good for me. Like if it was slocky and they were making a comedy out of it, I'd probably say fuck this movie. But I say fuck yeah to this movie, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. All right, all right. I'm, I'm always up for some like a horror movie with an interesting premise like that. But uh, hmm. uh, get, maybe re- get a review for something a little more family friendly. You know, something, something you can say that. Yeah, hundred percent. Something that I I told you I wasn't going to review last week, and I said go check out our YouTube page at movie underscore toast. Like you go to YouTube and our, our name, our hashtag there, you, you get not hashtag. Our fucking name is at movie underscore toast, uh, not movie underscore toast, but you need the at anyways, I have a review up there, but this movie's still trending on fucking Netflix three weeks after its premiere. Everyone I talked to surprisingly loves it. So I got to give it a review. I'm talking, of course, of the new Sandler movie. You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. My bat mitzvah determines the rest of my life. If I have a kick-ass party, doors would open. And I just think Dua Lipa would make the party perfect. You can have a ball pit. 
That's for kids. I've had my period for seven months now. That's a long period, sweetheart. La 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 la. La 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 la. I'm not popular. What is happening? You look insane. Slay queen. I'm not a loser. I look like the lady that pulls kids out of class when their parents get into car accidents. How often does that happen? I might be a little obsessed. One day, Andy Goldfarb will be mine, and you will have a pool boyfriend too, and then we'll have a joining loss in Tribeca in Taylor Swift's building. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can you just let me explain, please? No, let me explain to you. We are no longer friends. <laughs> Yo, shit just got real. <laughs> What's the matter? Something bugging you? She betrayed me. She kissed my crush, and then he touched her on her boob and pee. A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Oh, hey, I'm the boob. Hey, I got plenty of that. You're not taking this seriously. You used to be such a respectful kid. I volunteered at the retirement home. So you could do a mitzvah, or so you could flirt with a boy. Facts. Real talk. I don't know what's happening between you two. Lydia has long black hairs on her nipples. You wouldn't happen to know why people keep asking me if they can floss their teeth with my nipple hair. Do you, Stacey? Uh, no. I know what she needs because I know how she's feeling. She needs to process this herself. I know she hurt you, but I'm sure she misses her best friend. I'm gonna take that as a maybe. I'm so tried to apologize. When is it enough? No, it's enough. It's too late. You don't shape up. The is gonna be canceled, sis. Dad, just talk to her. Don't yell. Gabby! Hey! You're a jerk and you won't let me have a mojito bar. That's why we fought the Nazis! Is this a bad time? So you can have a mojito bar! She's growing up so fast, it's crazy. I'm drinking now. I tried it the other day, I didn't like it, we're good. All right, Dennis, I, uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not Jewish, so I don't know much. I do know that bat mitzvah and bat mitzvahs are like, you're right, you're coming of age, you're becoming a man or woman. And, uh, and I know that they're, they're big events and, and, uh, this movie kind of teaches me more about that. But more importantly, this movie is about a young girl. She has a crush on the hottest boy in school. And everyone knows, her best friend knows, but her best friend ends up making out with the boy and dating the boy. So our main character is angry, ends her friendship with her, starts malicious rumors, and just ruins her friendship. And possibly the girl's bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah, my apologies. Uh, but this stars uh, Sandler's youngest daughter, uh, Sunny. And it's our Sandler and Sandler's oldest daughter, Sadie. Maybe, you know, I think I got those names right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know which one's older or younger. But uh, I will say, this movie is, is, is really fun and uplifting. It really makes me feel like an old man because, like, you can tell it gets in the mindset of kids and the way everything is life or death when you're in middle school. And, like everything just is is on higher stakes and and how influential social media is and and yeah and like i said we're learning stuff about judaism in this which is kind of cool uh and sandler's in it giving i think one of his finest performances which is essentially him being him he's just playing a father kind of goofy kind of kind of strict 
And uh, and he has one of my favorite lines in it where like he's going to a, ba- a bat mitzvah and his wife's like, yeah, you got to put on something nice. Like, I don't know the kid. I'm going to go wearing this. It's all about comfort. And like he's just wearing shorts and like fucking <laughs> basketball clothes and shoes. And I'm like, that's the Sandler I know and love. I, I love that shit. And like there's a scene where like him and his daughter go to the movies and like his daughter runs into her ex best friend and and her boyfriend and some cool kids. And he comes out of the theater embarrassing her. He's wearing a robe and he's like ah it's so cold in there i gotta go to the car and get a blanket and like just embarrassing her and 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 it's fantastic and uh uh, louise guzman's in it uh jackie sandler's in it uh idina manzella um uh, so many people and like there's like a gag at all these bat mitzvahs uh the oldest sisters with their best friend and they're just watching horror movies on their phones and these two boys will always be like hey have you seen this movie it's really great and every movie they're like yeah we've seen it it's lame and then you see the girls watching it later like one of them was like uh <laughs> leprechaun 2 back in the hood <laughs> Oh, and God. uh and like another one was like evil dead too and like just, and then like it's just fun and like it just you, the random movies that they'd pitch in it and, sure. and like it's like it's like the fourth one what's third that fourth isn't back in the hood like the third or fourth leprechaun oh you're right. you're right yeah yeah and then he goes back to the hood again i think another time <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah there's a lot of fun point, stuff yeah. i should watch all of those next march um and like everyone's given pretty good performances, like I, I there's not a uh, not a person in here that I'm like, oh, that's kind of lame. And like there, nice. uh, there, there's this like wacky like rabbi that like is kind of fun. You got dirty talking old people because it's a Sandler movie, so that's always fantastic. And it's just like a wholesome movie, and you talk to people, and everyone acts like they're ashamed. Like, uh, you know what I watched? Uh, I watched that new uh, Adam Sandler movie. You're so not invited to my bet mitzvah, and wow, that daughter of his can really act. And it's like always like, yeah, that younger daughter's really good, but the older daughter, she's all right, not really that great. But I, I really see like good things coming for uh, for for this younger one if she really wants to act she she's really believable in it and 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 it's just a really good time and and like i said the whole family can enjoy it different people find different things to love and it's it's just a fun ride it's not hilarious non-stop it's not super cheesy it's just the right amount of everything i'm gonna give you you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give two and a half slices once again like it could have been funnier, it could have been better, but hey, I'm not a teenage girl. This is clearly made towards geared towards teenage girls, but I still had a good time, and so yeah. has America. That's right. Not all of us can uh, be raised in the deep South of Mississippi, thinking they're a little black. We're all boy not a like bunch Steve of Martin. Yeah, we're not not a bunch of jerks, Dennis. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that gets me to my first review of this episode, folks. I saw the Steve Martin classic, The Jerk. In the history of motion pictures, only a select few performers have become immortalized by the roles they have portrayed. Consider The Vamp, The Champ, The Tramp. And now the most perfect casting of all, Steve Martin, The Jerk. It was never easy for me. I was born a poor black child. Meet Navin Johnson. He's poor. You mean I'm going to stay this color? And he's eager. This is the kind of music that tells me to go out 
but Navin. Let him go. Traveling down that lonely road, seeking fortune. Actual live weight guessing. Take a chance and win something. Finding fame. The new phone book's here. The new phone book's here. Johnson, Navin R. Sounds like a typical... And learning about love from a perfect master. Making new friends with an instinctive flair. He hates these cans! Stay away from the cans! I know But despite life's cruel twists of fate, why I'm spearheading the $10 million class action suit against Mr. Johnson as irresponsible selling of a product he didn't even test on prisoners. No matter how hot the action or how great the odds, he proved himself an inspiration to jerks everywhere. I'm gonna buy you a diamond so big it's gonna make you puke. Steve Martin. See that? Be somebody. He may not be perfect, but he's the only jerk we've got. Steve Martin, the jerk. Yellow. The jerk. That's right. Steve Martin, can you tell the difference? I am not a bum. I'm a jerk. Yes, now this is the first time I've actually ever seen the movie. I've somehow always like missed all random scenes. But it was always out of context, and I always thought it was like building up to something else. Like, I mean, even as far as like, I remember uh, playing "Seen It," and there was the clip of him in the the bathtub reading the note, and he's like, "Dear, <laughs> I need to," and he just goes through the whole, and he's like, "Anyways, um, th- uh, th- this is a classic story. It's almost as good as all my stories." There we go. <laughs> no, that exactly. was a good story, actually. Mine are pretty lame. Well, I've always wondered what the context of some of these random scenes were, right? And it's like, hmm. what fucking sense does this make in the context of the movie? Turns out, none at all. This That is the style of movie this was. Released in 1979, and you can watch this over on Netflix, directed by Carl Reiner, who also plays the actor Carl Reiner in the movie. Um, we, we meet uh, Navin Johnson. He's uh, he was He grew up with a poor family in Mississippi, where he was raised to believe he was black also, just like the rest of his family was. And it turns out he was left on the door, their doorstep when he was a baby, and they, they raised him just, uh, just like he was one of their own family until one day he hears a jazz song that inspires him to want to leave home and finally like see what the rest of the world is like. And the whole bit is really just grasping that this guy is super naive but very wholesomely innocent and is a genuinely kind person that just has no worldly experience and we have these kind of slow very pregnant scenes of this shtick playing out gotta be honest i was like thinking the movie we were getting out of the house a little faster getting to where he was going and it my god 35 40 minutes into the movie before he's like got his first job and he's doing the whole bit at the gas station at the gas station yeah Yeah. oh my god this this movie takes oh it's slow it's slow to get moving i chose it because it was 90 minutes 
my God, it takes every <laughs> of that 90 minutes. It's, it's not a modern pacing for a comedy. I will tell you that right away. That's what's most noticeably, like, just really sticks out the most. Uh, I, I enjoy Steve Martin. I've seen a lot of movies that he's in, I feel like. Um, but I've come to realize, I think I've seen more stuff of him later in his career than I have earlier. So to see something in this particular sure. stage where it's kind of only, like, I'm used to it just being, like, Three Amigos and a cup, like a couple of the things were very sh- slapsticky, like that. A lot of mm-hmm. shit. I wasn't ready for this one, to be honest. It, I, <laughs> it's, it's like I wanted him to turn off after a while. Like the character was so up, he was so big in in his own way. It just kind of started to wear me out, and it was like a lot of the, like I said, the scenes were very pregnant. It just felt like we milked every joke to every last drop mm. left and uh, there's only like a handful of locations some of them are really cool like when we get to his mansion at the end it was it got re- so ridiculous and over the top there were a few jokes that i mean i gotta be honest every time i heard him they would I, w- I would actually let out an audible laugh i mean uh oh god what was this dog's name uh shithead come here shithead like just <laughs> that, that constantly running thing or oh have you seen a little boy running around uh he's got a t-shirt that has bullshit on it and it's like oh so he's just got some random phrase right now no his shirt says bullshit on it cut to the little kid on the train and it just says bullshit on his back <laughs> just <laughs> it, it, it's these beats that i would recognize to be from like an al brooks movie or al brooks mel brooks movie hmm. different, different guy entirely it, it was the humor of a mel brooks movie but at like half speed and I kind of wanted it to be moving a little quicker. What's funny is like that we get that in things like Family Guy or American Dad today, where you you haven't even fully recovered from the last joke and you're already hitting the next one. This movie kind of feels like it's doing that, but it really wants to savor every single thing. This is the best pizza mm. in the cup in town. People come from all around to have this pizza in a cup. How many times are we going to say pizza in a cup? We got to say it like four or five times. Well, that's the funniest thing in the world to them, probably. So they're like, let's beat this horse dead. Even like Google here, I I looked up a few of just the things to brush up on names of characters and actors and stuff. And the top question related to my search of just the searching for the title of the movie is what is the most famous line from the movie? And this one website says it's die gas pumper. When the guy's trying to shoot him at I'm like, that was your takeaway from this movie? Really? Wow. I thought it was just like, I uh, this lady, they, I got all sorts of work coming up. In fact, next week I heard I'm going to get a blowjob. And in the the letter he wrote back to his folks and his grandma's reading, his older brother is just fucking laughing. And aren't they like on the porch treating them like the yes. family, if I recall correctly? <laughs> so weird, man. Such a good boy. <laughs> turns out his father is just this wildly successful investor oh and <laughs> even we got to the last scene the whole intro he's he's the homeless guy sitting on the stairs next to the red carpet event you want to hear my whole story about how i'm a jerk and everything and it's like i called it like i'm like within the first few minutes when he first sent that first check home i'm like oh well it's obviously this is going to happen next. and that was the end of the movie i'm like huh. you know i don't know it was it was a mixed bag for me. There was things that I thought were funny. I don't think this is Steve Martin's strongest portrayal. In fact, there's old school like SNL sure. stuff. I think was uh, probably funny, but like, 
or Smothers Brothers. No, not Smothers Brothers. Uh, is it any I of mean, his he old did work on Smothers Brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. But like any of his old comedy bits, especially when he's got the fucking banjo on stage, I that's mm. I like that. This was a little rough for me. Um, I'm going to give the jerk two slices. It's not not bad, but it was a little challenging to get through a few parts of the movie and just like it got it kind of dried out a little bit for me. Fair um, I I watch if you've never seen it, but man, is it slow. I wasn't ready. for. I will say place. you're not wrong about any of that. Like some reason this my dad loved this movie and used to always want to watch it and like. He had a lot of those movies and I hated them. I remember not fully hating this, but remember it's fucking long and tedious. I don't think I could sit down and rewatch it, but the one scene that always sticks out in my head is like him being excited about his name in the phone book. That's the only thing I fully recall with great. You've made it once you, once you print. Yeah, like it's. And yeah. that's, that's the kind of humor. It's just like it's so out there. I'm just like, oh, OK, we. We reel it in at certain points, but then it gets really outlandish. Mm. The guy stealing the who stole a credit card. They're just like, oh yeah, we got a credit card. They start like, they've got like five purses they're going through before they find one. And he, <laughs> he runs and tells I, the police on the phone. And it's just like, oh my God, how many more steps do we have to this before? Like we see them drive away while they're hooked right. up to something. Cause we know that's coming. I will say if you want good Martin short, dude, not Martin. Well, yeah, if you want good Martin short, but if you want good Steve Martin, I will say you should watch only murderers in the building. They're on the third season right now. And that show is fantastic. Now I did. I do admit I attempted to watch the first season gave up, but then I came back and rewatched it and it really grew me and it just gets better and better. And those two have such a great dynamic together. And then throw in Selena Gomez, and it somehow works as yes. these three best friends. I don't get it. Yeah, no, that's it's still on the list. We got through like the first three or four episodes, and I, I don't know if it was just faded interest. Other other shows were on because I want to say Mandalorian was on mm. around the same time. We or it, they dropped another season right around we, when we tried it. So it was like mm. we got distracted and set it to the side. But it's definitely one I wanted to come back to. I do remember enjoying the performances from everybody in that. Like, it gets crazy. Like, this season, they got Paul Rudd and fucking Meryl Streep, and it's like, it's like, what the fuck? It's random as shit. And it works. I don't know. Nice. nice. Speaking of TV shows, Dennis. We had a lot of comedy. Let's, let's try to balance this out with something else. Something to... Well, sure. I another synonym. I lost it. I'm going to talk about... <laughs> the remake of an old TV show, or I guess uh, the predecessor to the Queen Latifah uh, uh, current TV show. I'm talking about the Equalizer 3. Penso che un sogno così non ritorni mai più. E incominciavo a volare. Nel cielo infinito Nine seconds That's what I'll give you to decide your fate Ciao Roberto Roberto, tell me, what did you do back home? Government work, I'm retired man Understand pain, death, for you. Who is that? My band. <laughs> because of these people, I'm beginning to understand real peace. Roberto, this is my wife. Ciao, ciao. Oh. 
and I'm starting to believe. They see you as one of us now. This is where I'm supposed to be. What happens here happens in many towns. The Mafia. They're like cancer. No cure. Who said you could come here? You should stay out of other people's business. Whatever it is you and your friends do, do it somewhere else. Are you warning me? I'm preparing. <laughs> is that a Timex? No, it's a boot. That's the median nerve that I'm compressing. That's a level three. If it goes to level four, you will shit on yourself. Seem like a man who understands violence. I like this place. You can't take that from me. I can take anything I want. Police found multiple dead bodies on that farm in Sicily. Did you kill him? Nine seconds. Well, I look like a killer. <laughs> That's right, folks. Denzel Washington is back as the equalizer himself, Mr. Robert McCall, because that's a name that nobody remembers. Um, but it no, just, this movie... Uh, you know, like, it sounds like a, yeah. a character from a book, like John McClane. Like, that's totally... Right? Some 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I remember really enjoying the first one. Like, I remember, like, he was, like, an ex, like, wet man or whatever, working at a Home Depot right. and having a kick ass at a Home Depot. And then I remember seeing the second movie and stop watching because I'm like, this is kind of boring. But I'm like, yay, I'll see the third movie. This time, he's in Italy and uh, he's busting up a, a drug cartel, and he ends up getting uh, a bullet in his back, and he thinks he's going to die until some, some benevolent person scoops him up and brings him to a discreet doctor. This doctor decides he's going to pull out the bullet, fix him up, and nurse him back to health. And as all this is happening, he's uh, in this small Italian seaside village, and he's kind of taking it all in. He's no, no, used to the normal hustle and bustle of America, and mm. everyone kind of looks at him like he's an outsider. Nobody really knows why he's there. Like The doctor just says, oh, he fell down, and I helped him uh, with, with, with the injury that happened from that. And like then he slowly falls in love with the town. The people fall in love with him. Everything's going hunky-dory. And then he notices that there's like these, these uh, gangsters like shaking down businesses, torching businesses, killing people. And he's like, I can't stand for this. I'm the fucking equalizer. And he, and he's like, Hey guys, please stop doing what you're doing. Do it somewhere else. Or I'm going to have to get in the way. And they laugh at him, but he goes to town 
And uh, that's the beauty of the Equalizer 3. And I, I did a mini review of this, a video review. And someone's like, thanks for ruining the movie. And I'm like, that's all in the fucking trailer, homeboy. And it is. So I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything there. But uh, And there's a lot of other things happening. There's a whole subplot with uh, Dakota Fanning. And, uh, and, okay. and that's pretty cool. But I don't want to spoil that. Uh, but there's like a man on fire uh kind of reunion happening here with little Dakota fan and all joined uh, all grown up and uh, he tag teams some work with her and it it is uh, pretty good it, there's beautiful landscapes I don't know why lately I'm all about landscapes like I said in, oh, the, sure. in the last uh, in the first review and then I, I saw a movie set in, set in I think like Albany New York yesterday too and that was a beautiful landscape I don't know what's wrong with me I'm all about the, these cities but okay. uh nothing wrong with that so you got you got this nice setting uh you got you got brutal intense action I don't know how they always one up it with the way he kills and fights people but boy oh boy is it balls out and fun here and uh overall this movie once again it, it felt like it was a little long, but it was only an hour and 49 minutes. And, uh, I don't know, the acting, of course, was fantastic. When does Denzel really give a bad performance? Dakota Fanning's always delightful. Right, uh, right. The, these Italian actors are kind of cool. Uh, overall, I really like this. This was a step up from The Equalizer 2. Uh, I'm going to give The Equalizer... Equalizer? I'm going to give The Equalizer 3 three slices of toast. If you like action, nice. if you like Denzel... Check it out. It's in theaters. I saw it in the IMAX. You don't really get too much out of that IMAX experience, but mm. when they do show like the seasides and whatnot of Italy, that is kind of beautiful to see in IMAX, but nice. you don't yeah. have to yeah. see it in IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's that's the Equalizer 3, Dennis. Cool. I was like, uh, we keep seeing these trailers for the, the third one, and Val and I haven't seen the first two. I'm like, God damn, you know what? This is making me want to go. I don't think you have to. Seek out, like, I don't think you have to, really. No. I think you could jump in not knowing anything, and this stands alone pretty well. Like, I was afraid going in not knowing what happened in the second movie, and that was cool. I fully don't remember everything that happened in the first movie. I just remember him kicking ass inside of a Home Depot. It's like a little Kevin McAllister accent. It wasn't that? just... Dakota Fanning's in the first one. It wasn't just Man No, of no, I, I thought... So. See, I thought that, too. I thought this was her all grown up. No, that was Chloe Grace Moretz, I believe, in the first God. one. What? Oh, yeah. crazy. Well, that's funny. And I think she was she was playing like a uh, a sex worker oh. that he helps, but she was still like a teenager, so it was kind of cringy and weird. Gross, yeah. And it was set in the gritty streets of Boston, so I was like, "Oh, cool, that's that's cool, I guess." But it's like, no, it's not. Movies in Boston. I'm like, I bet I know some people that worked on this movie, but uh, I don't know. And and did you come back to Boston at the end of this one for a quick minute? So that's kind of nice to see that in IMAX. The slummy streets of Boston. Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> I don't know. Denzel's a badass motherfucker, but that's he's no always. Boy Scout, Dennis. No, no. Even when you expect Boy Scouts to be Boy Scouts, you can't get Boy Scouts. And that is what's discussed in my next review. And just a little warning, this isn't, this isn't a pretty heavy one. I... Not a movie for, I know everyone could handle. Uh, I kind of questioned whether or not I'd be able to get through it, but I still think it's important to be aware of things that are going on in organizations such, such as this. Uh, I reviewed the documentary Scouts Honor, available right now on Netflix. I'm here to tell you that the organization is still not safe for boys and girls. 
I'm not going to sit here and be quiet while I know kids are still at risk in scouting. Soon after the scouts were founded in 1908, the scouts realized they had a problem. They created what they called the red flag list, or perversion files. These files were so sensitive that the Boy Scouts did everything they could to make sure that they could not be seen by parents, by police, even by other scout leaders. So the instinctual move was to just make sure they buried it. They see that this is potentially problematic for them and their reputation. The Boy Scouts of America did not abuse these kids. We had some bad people that got in. Well, there's no way to profile them ahead of time and to identify people ahead of time. Like, that's bull. One of the things that they had in their marketing messaging is the Boy Scouts has a rigorous application and screening process. And it's not true. It's never been true. This is a human rights movement for children against one of the biggest offenders in the world. The Boy Scouts concluded that they were going to get inundated with claims. I was amazed at how big that number got. 82,000 victims, which is just my blood. The Boy Scouts knew historically about the problem. The length that certain people were going to to try and get you to shut up got me the angriest. What I'm hoping is that no child will ever be hurt again the way I was. But what happened to me just took something away. There was a lot of red flags that should have been caught. If anybody ought to be carrying shame, it's Boy Scouts of America. I don't care if I bring the whole temple down. This is an abomination. So uh, this is Scouts Honor, the Secret Files of the Boy Scouts of America. And as you might be able to surmise from the title, this is about a lot of the horrible and atrocious acts that have occurred within the organization of Boy Scouts of America that, to be honest, have apparently been occurring since the beginning but much yes. like the uh, story revealed about the Catholic Church, this organization went through great effort to mask and hide the details of these things happening to the point to where there was the, the perversion files. There's this whole like collection of uh, files that the BSA kept hidden from the public, didn't hand over to police, didn't hand over to news media, lawyers, anyone to try to sift through this stuff, try to make sure justice was dealt out. Um, this is covering all of the horrible uh, allegations of abuse that had occurred all over the country in every decade. Uh, it, it spans, I mean, a long birth of time going from talking to adult uh, adult victims as the, their events have occurred mm. 30, 40 years ago that are now finally starting to come out in order to like make sure these things don't happen to others. They talked to, uh, there was a guy who was, he was uh, assigned to oversee uh, uh, troop safety, making sure that our scout safety, uh, making sure everyone is, is taken care of. They're not getting any like fucking bad customers that are coming in trying to be scouts and stuff. And how he was handed a job that, is like so mismanaged. The title didn't exist before. They had gave him no resources. He's he's trying to, and people are getting mad at him because he's like rocking the boat too much, trying to make it safer. I mean, you come to find out they don't even check federal IDs. 
when you want to become a scout, when you're applying to be a scoutmaster. You don't even need a fucking driver's yeah. license. They don't even do background checks to that extent, which was mortifying to me to find out. But it, it's this like a group that is backed by so many churches in America that is supposed to be this, uh, it is the accepted youth group for both the Catholic and Mormon churches. A lot of Jewish temples also incorporate this as their youth group. It's like the fact that it doesn't matter what the church is, as long as you have some sort of like, you're grounded in some sort of faith. That's all the BSA really cared about. And it's, I mean, you want to talk about a horror movie? This is, this was really, really brutal. Uh, Some of these uh, victims, the acts were carried out at like the big, the jamborees, the national jamborees where tens of thousands of scouts are around and, and horrible things are happening. It's incredible. There was a, we meet one lawyer that has spent uh, the last couple of decades meeting with victims, trying to get these things carried out. It is, oof, while heavy, it is impressive to see that there are still people willing to fight for those victims that either there's, there's scouts who've unfortunately taken their own lives because of the things that they have faced, and there are people who are still speaking up for them, still trying to find those who either not only committed these horrible acts, but are trying to bring justice to the group that tried to hide them. That's the really disgusting thing. And it's it's incredible. Mm. It's, it's not just hearsay. It's like they can prove this shit. Um, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people that talked about how they're either coerced, bullied, or suggested that they don't press charges and to try to just, you know, like forgive them, you know, move on. And we just, you know, we'll just make sure it doesn't happen again. And they take that scoutmaster and they move him the, to another city or they can give a fake name and they can re-register all over again. And well, I you just, know they say rapists won't rape again, Dennis, right? Okay. Oh wait, no, they don't. Oh wait, it's oh, it's exactly the opposite of that. Yeah, and this is unfortunately, it became a breeding ground for this type of person, and it's um, yikes. And it, it's they cover they go into some pretty good detail, and I appreciate that they don't lump a lot of things together, which is is very important in the circumstance. Uh, like when they started allowing gay men to become scoutmasters it has nothing to do with the pedophiles that were present in this group and that there were outsiders trying to correlate these two groups together i'm like that's that doesn't make you know i gotta be honest with you i feel like openly gay men probably they're secure with themselves they wouldn't want to harass and do things to little children as as these grown men who hide it yes because they're going to be the first ones to call shit out, like th- when things aren't yeah. fucking right. Anyways, yeah, no, that like this is this is a, it, it's this is a movie that stirs something within you to like. All, all I can think of are the people that not only the victims but the people that want to just go to an organization that are looking for this positive input and support that are like just trying to make themselves better, learning valuable life skills and responsibility. This this group that. I mean, I was a Cub Scout when I was a kid. I, I had friends who went through the Scout programs. And while I never heard about any sort of these things happening, I'm, unfortunately, the, the statistics just show, like, it, if it wasn't them, they probably know someone or met someone that might have been a victim of these things. And it's it's really sad. This should be a group where it is only a positive place where yeah. you, you can better oneself. And it, it's, it was very eye-opening. Now, my, I did have a couple of issues with, there's an interviewer, I'm guessing one of the producers, who, who's, who talks to a lot of the people. It's mostly talking heads, but then as the movie progresses, you start to hear the interviewer's voice more and more and more. 
And there's one retired BSA representative who, of course, he says the acts are deplorable, but he tries to defend them. And that, like, you know, we tried to do the best we can and all this stuff. And the interviewer just gets like very combative in his conversation. And it just it starts to get like whenever I see this guy's face come on screen, I just know the guy off camera is about to just fucking lay into him. And I mean, for good reason for a lot of stuff. Mm. But I'm sorry, let's be honest. The acts can speak for themselves. This guy wasn't intelligent enough to be able to defend himself in like pleasant conversation even. Like it, it wouldn't have been that hard to get him to just make huh. him look bad. And instead this guy just needed it's like I'm tired of hearing this guy like yell at this dude. I don't need I don't need that. I'm already getting pissed off enough. Sure. So I don't need like the extra. So I thought it was a little too much when the interviewer got carried away and starts yelling at people and I'm like I, I'm I'm angry enough. I don't want to listen to you be angry and you're like anyways. I and it might be a very petty thing, but Man, it, it was an awakening experience, and it was uh, the interviews are well shot. They showed very good supporting imagery. Um, I was just blown away by the sheer volume of, of uh, incidents that were covered. But man, it's um, parents in our age group. I think this is something important to consider and something important to watch. This is if you're a former member of the Boy Scouts. I think it's it's fair to give this a view. Um, this may, I'm sure this wasn't necessarily your experience, but uh, the reality is this very likely was probably someone's experience one or two steps away from you. You know, even if it wasn't within the Boy Scouts, this is still something that ha- occurs. You know, like we were just talking about uh, Sound of Freedom. Those people who are raising such a ruckus about that film, why aren't you talking about this one, too? I didn't hear about this movie from anyone. This is the same shit. Right. There, I mean, there's there's one troop that lit- literally was turned into a fucked up uh, uh, pedophile, like, fucking rental house where they'd, re- they'd organize these troops where the kids were, like, basically up for rent to rich people in the fucking, in Louisiana for this select Jeez. group of wealthy people. Yeah. And I'm like, so you want to get, people are getting pissed off about a movie that's fiction, when here's a movie about shit that's happening for real, but what? Because you don't like it's happening to a group you like. We're not going to talk about it or whatever the fuck. No, this is people were fired up about that. Come over here and watch this too. This is this is things you need to be aware of. Uh, I I strongly recommend it. It was well done, but very heavy. It's this is not <laughs> not something I can see everyone getting on board with, but still uh, something to be considered. Uh, Scouts Honor is over on Netflix. It comes in right at like an hour and a half. It really goes by quick. Uh, I'm going to give it three slices of toast. Uh, it, it was a heavy one. It, it take, you need some recovery time, I will say, after watching it. It was not not something you want to watch before bed, for sure. Uh, huh. But, a, but, a, but a, good, a good movie overall, a good documentary overall, I will say. Nice. Good, good to hear. I have uh, something that's a little more lighthearted. Yeah, let's, let's have the... <laughs> I have the comedy movie Bottoms. Could the ugly, untalented gays please report to the principal's office? Guess that's you guys. Tonight is our night. We're getting the cooch. I'm gonna talk to Brittany. You could say hi to Isabel. What would I say? Hey, girl, how's your boyfriend? How's his penis? Mirror, mirror on the wall. I'm gonna expel you both for committing a crime against Jeff. Get out of the car. You can't tell me what to do. Get out of the freaking car. 
We were just practicing for a self-defense club. So it's like a fight club? Yes. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver at Wesleyan. Yes, sir. What's your plan here? Jeff is psychotic, and they're picking on the weak and defenseless. So we teach a bunch of girls how to defend themselves. They are grateful to us. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing us on the mouth. You can be our club advisor. You know, my mom did say I need to pick up a hobby. Welcome to our fucking fight club. Let's get it popping in this motherfucker. To have a safe space like this, it means a lot to people. I'm gonna finally reverse stalk my stalker. Yeah, I'll be able to kill my stepdad. Awesome. It seems so supportive of women, especially the hot ones. Men need therapy. Are you cheating on me? No. I literally saw you yesterday. So nerd, I fucked your mom. literally at the bottom. We have nowhere to go but up. Your club is over. They deserve a shot at showing everybody how fucking cool they are. Let's go fuck up some football players. I want that trophy. You created a fight club to get some coochie. Yeah, they don't even know how to work that thing. I know y'all ain't tickling the pearl. I just don't know if you should. You're supposed to be talking to us like that, just like as a teacher. This movie is about two girls. They're in high school. They've uh, never been in a relationship. They've never kissed anybody. And uh, certain circumstances get them in trouble at school. And they lie to their principal about starting a club that's essentially a female fight club. And uh, the the principal's like, all right, if that's what you're doing, I can't do anything about that. And uh, they they recruit a teacher to kind of be the ambassador for it. And uh, they start this fight club under the guise that they're going to help ladies learn how to protect themselves from prowlers and and feel more empowered and build female camaraderie amongst the the girls in their school because that doesn't really exist. But... Okay. The basic level is these girls want to meet ladies. They hope to get girlfriends. They want physical contact. And okay. they hope this will lead to them making out with some ladies. And lo and behold, the two girls that they have crushes on join the team. And uh, yeah, so that's the premise of the movie. Uh, it's a wacky comedy. This movie... Uh, doesn't take place in in reality. I, I like to say, like oh. it is America current day, but it feels like a cartoonish version of the world, like where murder is like kind of laughable. Fucking uh, uh, random things that, happen. That we uh, that that Hulu movie we were making fun of, that where they do the all binge? the yeah, well, like the yeah. world itself, you can just tell the world feels off. Yeah, sort of. Th- okay. Like it feels more grounded than that, but but still, like like there's like a big football team between a giant rival high school where the other high school tries to kill a member of their football team, and that's just a regular hazing issue. And like the 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 other uh, football members will like harass people in town. Like they they fucked up a girl who was walking home one night, and there's like a cage in a classroom, and a kid's inside of it. Just random weird visual things what? that shouldn't work, 
but it works for this movie and I don't know why, but it somehow works. And, uh, it's a funny movie. I didn't expect to laugh so much. Like at first I'm like, okay, there's been a lot of hype about this. I probably won't like it. There's word that this is going to be like the female version of super bad, but I'd say it's different, but it kind of is like that, but in a different vein, but it works perfectly fine. And, uh, it stars, uh, Rachel Sinat, Sinat, uh, she's known for this like big uh, indie movie called Shiva Baby, and the director of that oh. directed this and co-wrote it with her. And uh, her co-star is Ayo Edaberry. Uh, she stars on that show, the uh, the Bear over on FX. So these oh. like two up and coming ladies, very yeah. funny. They got a great strong bond between the two of them. I believe that they're high school girls, even though they're girls that are probably in their thirties. But they, they, <laughs> it's believable. And uh, the teacher, uh, oh yeah, and like the teacher just reads porn in class. Like he's looking at like Playboy oh, magazine and stuff, or, or their version of it. And uh, he, he, the students will swear and do stuff in front of like teachers. And like one of the uh, mothers of, of the, these girls has sex with the uh, with the head football star. And I'm like, oh, that that's also weird that that's somehow legal in this world. Because this boy is probably not even 18. But the teacher of the movie is the breakout, the comedy goldmine of, of the movie. And it's none other than uh, football's own Marshawn Lynch. He is fucking what? hilarious. Okay. He's playing a, a recently divorced guy. And he's going through his own shit. And he, he uh, he's like, yeah. I'm gonna do something. My my uh, my mom says I need to uh, take initiative and start something, so I stop thinking about my ex. So I'll uh, and and I want to be a uh, uh, a female uh, like 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 stand for female rights and stuff. So he's all about this, and like he even opens up when they they open up. He's like. He 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 bears his hearts to these girls, and there's a bond that happens. But of course, eventually. Maybe the reason why this started might leak out there and ruin the friendship and ruin the gang, but I don't know. But I will say there's a giant fight scene at the end of the movie that almost rivals the fight scene in, in Anchorman. Not as crazy and bonkers, but it's pretty ridiculous and brutal. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bottoms might be one of the finer uh, comedies this year, and like like I say, with all these comedies, they're heading in a good direction. And uh, this is another movie produced by Elizabeth Banks's studio uh, production company, oh, yeah. and uh, she's really handing out some good like movies lately. Like I recently rewatched Cocaine Beer. Like she she's she's got that flair for comedy, and I want to see more stuff come out of her company. Nice. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, Bottoms is uh, playing in theaters everywhere um, and wide release. Uh, I'd give it three and a half slices of toast. It's a really fun, oh, funny, nice. wacky, out there movie. Yeah. Awesome, man. Shit, no, you, you definitely piqued my interest. I remember hearing, kind of hearing about it as it was coming up, and I'm like, oh, okay, this could be, this could go either way. But no, you've, I'm adding it to the list now for sure. You've convinced me. It's definitely worth checking out, especially once it hits P, uh, it's uh, on demand and, and, and video on demand. I'd say yeah. check it out for sure, because I know there's a lot in the theaters. I don't know if this is something to drive someone, but if you're a fan of comedy and you've seen all the other comedy movies, or even if you haven't, this is it. And if, if you want to see something that's uh, that's an advocate for LGBTQ uh, rights and whatnot, it's 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 definitely one of those films and it's worth watching. Nice. 
Nice. Uh, you got you got something that's uh, now on HBO Max, or I'm sorry, Max. Yes. And, uh, it is not, yeah, something that was uh, talk of the town. <laughs> that it was. That it was. I'm going back to a movie Adam reviewed in the past, but it is now available, as Adam said, on Max right now. I'm talking DC's The Flash. I lost my parents. That pain made me who I am. I spent a lifetime trying to right the wrongs of the past, as if fighting crime would bring my parents back. You actually did it. I can't imagine what you've been through. I love you, Mikey. <laughs> you lost both parents in one day. Barry! I went back in time to save my parents. But instead, I completely broke the universe. If you went back and changed the past, this world must die. You changed the future. Do you know what this symbol stands for? It means hope, right? I will help you fight God. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I have to undo what I did. These scars we have make us who we are. I'm not meant to go back and fix them. Don't let your tragedy define you. What did you do? No matter what we do, we're not going to be able to fix this. No! You're strapped to your parachutes. And where's yours? That's right. We're getting our homeboy back off the small screen, out of the Justice League, and running in his own story. Um, we're, we're meeting up with Barry Allen as he's uh, trying to do his thing. Um, Affleck, Batman, and him are... are just kind of business as usual, so to speak, when uh, Barry's sort of kind of getting caught up in the feels. And he comes to this realization after a, a certain events that he might be able to change time and change the events that have led him to this point. He wants to go save his mama. Uh, as, as we've talked about the plot in the past, uh, it, it's, of course, with a lot of these other time fucking bending dimensional movies we've been getting way too many of lately. Uh, going back in the past always changes the future to detrimental effect. Now, um, we, we've seen in, in the teasers, we get Michael Keaton as Batman. We're getting some uh, Sasha Callie as Superman, uh, Supergirl, excuse me. 
We had even a little revisit from Michael Shannon as General Zod. Uh, all of this obvious. All of this yeah. is quite apparent. Um, it was cool seeing. I, I didn't follow through a lot of these DC movies, so I'm a, I love Michael Shannon, and it was he's a fucking badass villain. So uh, getting to watch that final fight again from a new perspective was cool. Um, you get a lot of you get a lot of folks. I had Ron Livingston playing his dad was great. Um, uh, forget her name, uh, Maribel Verdu that plays his mom. I thought she did a wonderful job. Uh, really, it's about a lot of the cameo stuff that pops up throughout. I, I was really digging on uh, that little bit of Tamora Morris in action was great. Like you could, I, I could tell there's a lot of references to things that have been established in other films. And I was just like, you know what? This is cool. I'm, I'm all about it. This, this is fun. Um, gotta be honest though. I don't, this solidified something in me. I just don't think I'm a fan of Ezra Miller as an actor. I even setting aside mm. all of the controversy of him personally, I was not vibing with what he was putting on screen. I get this is a character that he's doing. He's, he, we're adding certain very realistic elements to who uh, Barry Allen is in this version. I'm sure a lot of it is who Ezra Miller is as, as a real human being. But I just, I couldn't get into it. I, I just kept getting, like, I feel like I was watching an actor act. The whole movie. It, it was sure. really hard for me to separate those things a lot of the other cast uh, forgave that stuff. And there's times he got better. There's times it, 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 I, I was in the moment. Some of the visuals were cool, but some of them were really bad, too. I, I mean, I don't like nitpicking oh, CG yeah. in like video games and movies. But in this movie in particular, it was really glaringly bad. Where there's whole elements that look like they just finished fucking building them before dropping them into the movie. Especially Act 3. Oh my God! Yes, there's whole tanks and cars and high speed elements that just have this very comic booky drawn effect that just so took me out of the scene. There, there's backdrops you could tell they're on these green screen sets that are just entirely non-existent. That I just just crushed it, like crushed the wrong, crushed my soul. The wrong things, you know. It, it was. Uh, hmm. But there was touching moments too. The, the the scene with him and his mother in the in the grocery store at the end of the film was all about that. I, I liked getting to see the little nod of like even the the I guess spoilers I'll call out uh, that little shot of Nicolas Cage in the un the unmade Superman movie. God, he was so digital there. It was like, come on, you can't make him look any better or actually get him. Come on. Oh yeah, that, that and like that too. Is every time we did those things. It, that looked like she, I appreciated what you were aiming for. That's why I mean, fucking a. At least you showed us shots of Christopher Reeve and George Reeves as their Superman, instead of like trying to like draw them into something else. Thank Christ, or even the Adam West shots. Yeah. Just show us the shots from the thing. There was nothing for Nicolas Cage, unfortunately, for that to like carry over. But he could have looked fucking better than that. Um, but the whole movie, man. The whole movie was just this like reminder of like you're watching this movie, and it was very humdrum for me the whole time. There was cool moments. Don't get me wrong. I liked uh, I liked a few aspects of the journey we were going on, but even like what do they call it? The fucking time bowl or whatever. Like there's a oh, few of these oh god yeah names to, and it's like we already know the, the exist. But like Barry, you just found out this exists. How do you all of a sudden have this deep Knowledge and understanding. 
here's a why does this Bruce Wayne all of a sudden track with what you're doing when the other Bruce Wayne was just like telling you no I don't whatever you know what I just I wanted to like it more because I know a lot of people did but I think I'm on the side with the folks that really didn't you know it just I want it wanted it to be more fun and it just wasn't for me this was a very okay superhero experience for me I don't regret watching it by any means am I going to rush out and watch this again no am I going to watch this in the next year or two probably not uh, the Flash. Well, I don't know. Oh, sorry. oh no, 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 I, I mean, I, I feel like I liked it a little more than you, but I feel like if they just focused on a story, like even just make it like a Back to the Future style story where he's going and we're reliving things we've seen in the past, kind of like we saw, but the whole interacting with himself and this oh, and that, dude. just give us a smaller, intimate story, and don't force oh. feed things in there. Like, come on. Two hours and twenty-four minutes, motherfucker. That was let's let's chop like forty-five minutes out of that bitch, man. I'm like mm. not even kidding. I you could like please take 40, 45 minutes out of this movie, and I probably would have liked it more. Like I really enjoyed. I I, I don't know why you might disagree with me, and I, I I understand. I really enjoyed the opening fight scene stuff with like him and and, and Batfleck. Like that felt fun and actiony. You had your comedy, you had your action. I'd like to just see that stuff, not like I gotta go. I gotta go back in time. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Yeah, there were some like nice bits. They did a good job of covering like oh you know you can't move humans in his from his perspective because you'll like fucking kill him. He needs to eat a ridiculous volume of calories because his body is exerting so much fucking. I, I love that. We're 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 sure the science. Things. Yeah, we're 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 pointing out all the things. This is how the Flash works. I'm like, yeah, awesome. This is this is the great comic book shit. I like the uh, uh, Batman Affleck. I I you know I've said this before. I really like Ben Affleck as Batman. I I like seeing that little another little bit of he, he's doing you know the fucking Batman thing. Mm-hmm. but it's we broke so far away from it and he became this selfish guy and it's like isn't barry allen smarter than this <laughs> like he's yeah, he's, yeah. He's obvious dumb mistakes and it's like ugh, i just i want to then when we first meet michael keaton batman he's so wacky and weird it's like <laughs> did he need to have that long hair did he have to have like fight with his feet there's so I many things like i question scene. It, because to me, this is what I'm hoping now, because this did give me hope for an eventual uh, Batman Beyond feature, because that Michael Keaton right there, I think that should be our Bruce Wayne for Batman Beyond. Well, that, 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 that was that was uh, that was Batgirl or whatever it was, Batwoman. That, that was him doing that essentially for her in the shelf movie. But it would mm. be great to see a Terry McGinnis film as well with him. Oh, um, fuck, yeah. No, I, I exactly. I want to see that the far future, the the neo futuristic, uh, uh, what do you call it? Fucking Blade Runner esque sort of world mm. that Gotham turns into in that universe. And I want to go Although, far into wrong. the Joker gang and all that shit. I did really enjoy uh, my my old boss, uh, his cameo over at the end of that. I was what? like, oh, shit, that could be fun seeing him again. What's that? Your old boss. Yeah, yeah. My the old director I worked for uh, oh, back uh, for the Amazon movie. Try not to spoil things that are already out there. But uh, yeah. Well, that's that's fun. No, that's cool. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, like, like when he's on the phone with him, it's like, wait, all these times you're on the phone with Bruce Wayne, you don't know your Bruce Wayne's voice opposed to another Bruce Wayne's voice. All right. That's a little weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. It took Sorry. me a second. I'm Sorry. there. I got, I got, I got you. Sorry. Yes. The other, like I was saying before, if you were to do a Batman fucking uh, marathon at a movie theater, one of his movies should be there too. I liked, or the one, I guess. I, you know, that's, I, I really enjoyed, especially the, the line, who the fuck is this guy? That was, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah, and I will say, I, I did slightly, <laughs> I did also enjoy that post credit scene with the drunk Aquaman. Did, did you even oh. stick around for that one? No, nope. I, either well, that or I don't so think HBO... Because I, I let it play. Oh, it probably tried it pushing. It probably yeah, it yeah. was like, hey, you might like the Batman or something. But no, yeah. So it's essentially Barry Allen and, 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 and Arthur Curry coming out of a bar. Arthur's messed up. He's like, I can't get drunk. And the Flash's like, I can't get drunk because I'm my metabolism, metabolism or whatnot. Yeah. And like, and he's like essentially walking him through. He's like, so yeah, there there's a different Bruce Wayne in all these worlds. And he's like, oh, so does that mean is there a different... Uh, Arthur Curry and all the words is like, yeah, you're kind of fuzzy. Uh, like the way he describes like the dog version of it was kind of sweet and sincere. <laughs> and like, then, then like he passes out in like a puddle and like requests Barry to go get him more alcohol. And he gives him like an authentic ring from like fucking uh, Atlantis as, as payment. Ah, it was a like cute a- little stinger at the end. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Sorry, Funny. I spoiled that. that. There was the reference to him in the. In, I was. I thought it was weird when they talked about him that much, and then we never saw him. But and then I just. Right. I just scrolled through the credits and saw. Oh, Jason Momoa was in it. Well, I didn't see that motherfucker. All right. right. Funny. funny. Uh-huh. My my slice review for the Flash here, Adam, is going to be two and a half slices. It's not. You know, it's not bad, but it, like I yeah. wanted to like it more. It. Fair. It's, it, it had some fun things to it, but man, that was a lot of that was a lot of movie to get through. That was a lot of movie. I liked your villain like two and a half times in a row, oh, <laughs> just to make it to the very end of it. Oh, and, and I like that right at that quote unquote monster. I, I do want to say that before we dip out. I saw it coming the first time he goes mm-hmm. to like the, the time bowl or whatever the fuck he calls it. And you see, you see something creeping down the, the. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's fucking let's fuck with that. But on the reveal, yeah. I was just like, oh, of course, get the fuck, hurry up and kill him because I don't even want to. I don't even care. Right. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go yeah. see, let's go see but... dead. <laughs> he has to come on Saturday. Uh, He's gonna go ahead and work on Sunday. Oh man! So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wrap this up with with something maybe a little get, better, maybe a little worse. I don't know. Let's get, let's get the whole family together again. Let's get let's get, let's go on a trip. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's take a trip, Dennis. I'm uh I'm talking about the new prequel. I'm talking about my big fat Greek wedding three. A lot has happened since my big fat Greek wedding. Like I never left. Woo! My father passed away, and his last wish was for us to visit his childhood village and reconnect with our roots. So, we're having a reunion. We're going to Greece. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four. And by we, I mean the 
whole family. Oh. Who wants Suvlaki? Paging Suvlaki. Anybody by the name of Suvlaki on this flight? Aristotle, what? I didn't know you were going to be here. What are you doing here? I had an amazing date. She ghosted him. You are the Portocalos family. We are related through your papa's papa, who was married to my great, great Yaya sister, sister-in-law. I will be your favorite. I promised my dad I would find his best friends. I know them. Do they still live here? No. How do we find them? They will come for the reunion. Did they tell you they're coming? No. There's no other bedrooms. Family sleepover. <laughs> this is one reunion. <laughs> we'll never forget. Do you know these men? No. I am surprised, but I am not surprised. Because I'm never surprised. You lost me. Everybody say! We dreamt about Aristotle last night. How did you know? Greek voodoo. Bam! I remember your story. I really need to find my dad's friends. Angelo and I are on it. Okay, bye. You got us back to Greece. You're the head of the family now. I can't really day drink like this. Don't worry, a lady is never drunk. <laughs> Pick the one we have for dinner. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm a vegetarian. No. We got these families. I want to be honest off the top of this. The first movie I know I saw on DVD. I saw the second movie at some point. I've seen them all once or twice, give or take. Not invested in the franchise, but I'm like, I'm going to okay. see this third one one way or the other. So I might as well see it in the big screen. <laughs> Are you uh, your mom's going to be watching it in two months in the living room? or <laughs> Right? What's that? Either your mom's going to be that? watching in the living room in two months, or you're going to watch in the theater uh, right uh, now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or I, uh, yep. I would eventually eventually watch it with Sarah when it comes out because oh, she likes yes. the franchise, but okay, not okay. enough to go see it in the theater to deal with assholes. Uh, so I'm like, I get that. And I made Pretty sure I cleared it. I'm like, you, you do it that I see this movie without you in the theater. I don't want to get in so trouble good. later. Yeah, not worth it. But I was, I was cleared, so I did. And uh, <laughs> honestly, I didn't remember much of the first two movies, but luckily they, they bank on that because it's been like, what, 20, 30 years since the first movie yeah. and like, yeah. like 10, 12 years since the last one. So they, they, they know that's coming. So they, they have the writer, director, the star of the movie give you a recap right in the beginning. She's not even a part of the movie. It's like, Hey, it's been a while since we've seen the family. Let me tell you everything that's happened. And they play clips and I'm like, wow, you're banking on us knowing nothing and you're not wrong. I know nothing. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. this. And, uh, so the premise is the dad of the family, the 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 matriarch, patriarchal. I don't fucking know how to speak. The the dad of the family's dead, and his his dad last dying request was for his daughter to bring his journal of his immigration from uh, Greece to America, bring it back to his home country, to his his village, to give to his three childhood best friends, and uh, hmm. as it just so happens. She uh, receives an invite for a reunion 
back in this village. And so her and her siblings and her dad and her dad, no, her dad's dead. And her husband and her daughter head there and in some aunts. And it's not the whole family. Uh, they get there to find out, oh, well, nobody else has shown up to this town. Nobody else has RSVP'd. There's only six people that live in this town. This might oh, be uh, a difficult task. And so, like, some people are trying to have fun. Some people are trying to discover uh, different things about themselves. And uh, But our main character, her, she's like, how am I going to find these three old men that clearly don't live here anymore? So it's her tracking them down. There's a love story with, uh, with her daughter and uh, this boy that she ghosted, who the aunt uh, invited to come on the trip as her assistant. So... No. It's like, will they, won't they get together? And they might discover a new family member while they're over there. And uh, just a bunch of silly little things that happen. But I will say... Yeah. Given the information you just shared about the plot, I have one, like, I I feel glaring question. Where's (laughs) the wedding? Who's fucking getting married? Is there no wedding? We just just call it that now? I don't know. I thought about that going into it, but I don't I don't okay. want to spoil anything that could or could not happen. But yes, there okay. is a wedding, but I won't say okay. who's all wedding. Right. We'll say, all right, That's good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Love sure is in the had- air in this movie, I'll tell you that. Okay, good. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I thought the same, like, they can't call it, like, my big fat, like, fat Greek reunion or something, but no, they, 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 they get a wedding in at the end, so it's all good. Um, but yeah, so like once again, you, you get to see the beautiful landscapes of Greece. I am all That's about awesome. these fucking landscapes. And yeah. and at first I'm like, oh, this is kind of crummy looking. It's kind of run down. But then I'm like, nah, there's a rich, beautiful history here. This this is a, a great thing to watch. And like, it, it's nice. Like I say, it serves, it acts as a character in and of itself. Uh, There's a lot of jokes being thrown at you left and right. A lot of callbacks that uh, someone behind me knew and loved. They were all about this movie and I'm like, good for them. And it was like a younger woman, not even like, like a young woman, but it looks kind of like a teenage girl. I'm like, good for her, man. And uh, we got a little Joey Joey Fatone in there. Like, it's always great to see what NSYNC's up to. Right. Which, which I, I don't know if I'm, what's that? He, he's, he plays, uh, her cousin. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the cousins. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, by the way, did I, did I tell you the big rumor out there about NSYNC, Dennis? I think I might have because I was oh, excited. God. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Rumor has it. They're coming together to make a new song. To be featured Trolls, uh, oh, oh, whatever oh, oh. the new Trolls movie is, uh, band reuniting or whatever it's called. I'm all about it, man. Fucking <laughs> November can't get here quick enough. I need more trolls in my life. I'm jazzed. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, yeah, back to uh, my big fat Greek wedding three. Yeah, fantastic performances. It's nice to see this family again. Andrea Martin's pretty funny in it. Uh, the whole cast is fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of bonding. There's a lot of. Hey, fuck! I just I, I I feel bad interrupting, but this one of my favorite scenes in the first one was she's talking about her fucking biopsy and how her twin is in her neck this whole time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Bobopsy. Jesus Christ. No, she's wonderful. No, it's a good call. Oh, yeah. 
Also, <laughs> also in season two or three of uh, Only Murders in the Building, Dennis. So you got to check it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, nice. I'm gonna, nice. It's the last time I'm going to tell you to watch that show. Um, but no, everyone's giving great performances. The comedy is family friendly. You get to see a beautiful country that you may or may not have ever been to. Uh, and it's it's rich with the uh, Greek culture and history and uh, awesome. has a heartwarming story at its core. I'm going to give my big fat Greek wedding three only in theaters because that's the thing you got to say sometimes. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it two and a half slices of the toast. Now, if I was a bigger fan of the franchise, maybe I'd give it more, but it was a fine movie. Not great. Not yes. terrible. Nothing new done, but a fun movie. The family, whole family can enjoy. If you're looking for a movie to go see with your family in the theater, this might be it. Everyone can enjoy nice. it. Maybe not little kids because it might go above most little kids. If you oh, get oh, teenagers sure, sure. possibly there. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. old people can enjoy it. And I will say it was a pretty packed uh, theater I saw it in, and it was nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I am sorry I did not see The Nun 2. I attempted to mm -hmm. watch The Nun, and I gave up. And I said, if I can't get into The Nun, how am I going to get into The Nun 2? So sorry, horror fans. You're not getting that from me this week. And honestly... There was a whole bunch of movies I wanted to review, but I widowed it down to just five. If you guys want to hear reviews for other movies, like some throwback movies, let's say The Goonies, They Live, Beauty and the Beast, you want another slocky B-movie, Slotherhouse, uh, so many other movies. Like At this point, there's going to be uh, movies like Jawan or... Um, uh, no more bets or uh, at the point of this coming out uh, dumb money. If you want to get reviews of those movies and more check out, like I said earlier, our fucking YouTube page at movie underscore toaster search movie toast news and reviews or AKA at movie underscore toast on uh, TikTok, where I'm giving daily video reviews of things that you don't uh, get reviews of here or earlier yes. reviews than you'll get seriously it, it covers a lot of ground that we only have so much time here we only have so much time during the week to get our reviews in but for that little extra bit of toast please come check out what adam's got out there that shit is look, looking fantastic nah it's mediocre but i appreciate that and hey if you like adult swim and uh comedy cartoons yeah i really know how to sell them dennis uh one no, of those okay. animation set <laughs> well, our, our friends over at Warner Brothers Animations and Adult Swim uh, sent me an advanced copy of Smiling Friends, the complete first season, now available on DVD as of August 29th. I'm a little late to give this review. Uh, you're getting all the classic season one episodes for the low, low price of $24.99 in America for Blu-ray or $19.99 on DVD. Yes. But guess yeah, what? I yeah. just got in the mail last night. I got seasons one through six. The complete seasons one through six of Rick and Morty on Blu-ray was dropping on DVD on dropping on Blu-ray September 12th. So by the time this episode's out, you can go to a store or Amazon and order this for the uh, low, low price of $129.99 on Blu-ray and $129.99. That's a lot of oh. Is it it's just a lot of money? I mean, like, well, like you said, seasons $120, but I imagine you're getting a little more than just the episodes, right? You are. You're getting some. Uh, you're getting some top-notch fucking uh, extra bonuses and whatnot on there. 
And yeah, I mean, like you're getting six seasons of, of, of a big show. Like let's like, I, I don't even know where to begin. Like this is definitely worth the price. I, you know, I'm doing really terrible reading this press release. I should have read it beforehand, uh, to see what the bonus material is. Uh, but, um, it includes 61 episodes from all six seasons, plus all the bonus materials that have been lovingly curated over the years and carefully, carefully curated for us now to watch on one big, massive box set. That's what it nice. says on, on there. I had, it, I had it some word. Yeah, but uh, if you like Rick and Morty, that's where to go. It, it's, it's a fantastic show. It's not for everyone, but... Uh, it's for me, and I'm happy I got that little uh, that little gem in the yeah. mail out of out of the blue. Thank you, Warner Brothers. Yeah, appreciate animation. it for the movie toast love. Yeah. Well, now, folks. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, see, we both <laughs> tried to transition at the same time. Look at that. Look at that. No, oh, great minds. Um, well, folks, you say uh, you, you've got your own create creative juices flowing. You, you like hearing about all these stories. Mm. Watching movies and some some shows and shit too, but uh, so you got you got a short you want to enter. The window is closing fast because Movie Toast the festival is coming this December. That's right, folks. Yeah, uh, still time left. Although we are approaching the end of submission, uh, did I don't have the date in front of me, Adam? I was about to throw it out there, and I caught myself before I tried to say exactly now, September it was. It, it was the very end of September, but I pushed it to the beginning of October because we're still getting flooded. So I, I added a few extra days on there. I believe October 2nd is the deadline, and we're going to let everyone know by the middle of October if they've been accepted. My dog is excited about this because he loves yeah. short films, and it's annoying as shit to hear on the on the thing. But boy, oh boy, am I happy when my dog enjoys uh, our festival. But no, that's just... Uh, Tell them about the fantastic things that we get here so I can mute my microphone, please. You're all good, man. No, so, folks, uh, this is our third year now, and every year we get fantastic submissions across many different genres. Uh, there's been no, like, one true winner. There's no, like, magical formula to, to win our festival. You just need to really, really send it. Really go for the story you want to tell and just unabashedly embrace what that thing is. Uh, I, I feel people who are passionate about telling their story are the ones that tell it best. And Movie Toast the Festival is the place to tell it, man. Um, we had comedies, action films, romance, thrillers, horror, documentaries even, and all of them wildly fascinating. Uh, a few animated shorts, too. So uh, please, oh, yeah. folks, uh, although we have quite a few entries, there is still a little time left. Uh, we, we've got some time left to review before we got to start assembling this bad beezer. So get into filmfreeway.com and search for Movie Toast the Festival. Uh, you'll recognize our amazing little toaster thumbnail over there. Yeah, you can check out some reviews of past entrants who have all thoroughly enjoyed their experience with us. Um, we, we make a day of it. We watch the festival together, uh, stream it online so you can do it at home. Get, gather your friends together and see your work and see some other incredible filmmakers work. We have a little hangout afterwards over on discord. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a good kind of, it's a good way to spend the holiday. I think. Yeah. It warms you up. Now, normally 
we have like some Christmas themed uh, things that we've gotten and in both the first few seasons so far. Unfortunately, I don't believe we have any Christmas themed things now. Or Hanukkah. Think, uh, yeah, we, we got we got to bring the festive this year. Yes. If you got <laughs> December themed holidays, I don't care if it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's, Christmas, any other fucking holidays, send it over. We want some holiday things to bring some extra holiday joy, folks. Oh, absolutely. But if you don't want to do any of that, could you go over to fucking Apple Podcasts? And leave us a simple review of what you like, what you dislike. Now, I know it's like, well, what if I'm listening on Spotify or any of the other awesome apps? You can leave reviews there, but it's harder for us to see them because we're going to log in through some backwards login that we don't know how to do to get those reviews. But we can clearly see the ones on fucking Apple Podcasts. So if you could be cool and, and leave us something... We we were open to all suggestions of what we like, what yeah. you don't like, and uh, what you, you want to see. Uh, if you just want to reach out, please hit us up at our other social media platforms. Uh, we are on Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube. There's some Reddit presence and Discord, although uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, and Instagram and Facebook are the main ones. So if you reach out there, you got the concern, you're in threads. Uh, if, if you got... Um, a suggestion for a film to review or something. Maybe you get a detail uh, you want to point out and correct. Maybe we misnamed a year or a, an actor in something. Let us know, please. Mm. Uh, like I said, on all our socials, uh, all the all the big ones were there. Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Movie Toast, News and Reviews, or at Movie underscore Toast. These, uh, we're, we're in all those places. Please let us know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you're hoping for. We'll try our best to make it happen. Yes. Spread the love, people. But if you don't want to do any of that, Dennis has something to tell you to do, and it's not going to be go fuck yourself. I mean, it could be go fuck yourself, but I don't think he would want to just say that to you if you made it all the way through and support the show. <laughs> I don't know. Quote one of my favorite uh, George Carlin bits. Uh, or you could play a game of hide and go fuck yourself. Um, now, <laughs> folks, please, after all that, uh, I just hope that you can enjoy some good flicks, some good reviews, and you stay toasted. Yes, and a PSA for anyone out there. If you are in the middle of a farm or a park and you see a Christopher Walken cardboard cutout, don't steal it. Let it do its thing. It's, it's there for a reason. Chris paid good money for it to be there. And by paid good money, he flew to all these locations and put them there himself. And yeah, I know what you're thinking. It's going to rain. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get water destroyed. It's going to get sunburnt. It's going to sound like this fucking torch that Dennis has on something right now. It's going to have all that and more. All right, folks? Treat Chris with some respect. I'm sorry. Um, that's, that's it now. Dennis, and, and thank you. Thank you for another good episode, my friend. And you as well. I think it's funny you didn't notice my AC until now. It hasn't been on the whole time? Yeah. I you forgot. Son of a we got like 10 minutes into it. I'm like, oh, he hasn't said anything yet. So I guess I'll. I, I I'm guess sitting I'll, here uh, in the mucky, mucky, mucky. 
sitting in the monkey mug. Val's <laughs> wondering what, what I'm like. It's fucking cooler back here than it is in the rest of the house. She's uh, wondering why. I'm so cool that's back fantastic. Here. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm happy you were able to pull it off in the cool coolness. Doesn't always right, work. I'm out. gonna stop. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>